look, we all know that bell bottom jeans and a long sleeve shirt over a short sleeve shirt over a long sleeve shirt were a terrible idea. Today, though, we're going to talk about some fashion trends that are just flat out crazy. On this episode of the Weird World Podcast, I want to do it like that. That's it. Just off the crazy. We'll start the new one. Okay. Just stop talking for a second. Oh, sorry. You were looking weird. Hi, welcome to the Weird World Podcast. My name's Carrie. I'm Dean. And Dean's going to tell us about something weird. Something different. I like to do these once in a while. Like we've been like insane horrific movies and television shows today it's something like that but with fashion we're gonna do <laughs> a subject on which dean is an expert <laughs> i don't know anything about it but you know there's just been what i want to do here though is not the insane stupid for the sake of stupid stuff you see on the runway at fashion shows where they you know have a person dress or you know lady gaga wearing a meat dress or something yeah. like that not so much that these are things that normal people wore and were trendy and were fashionable for a decent amount of time, uh, starting from way back in the olden days all the way up to right now. So not just nonsense, but I, I mean, they are crazy, yeah. but people really did these things. Are you doing like corsets and bustles like that oh, yeah. long ago? Okay. We're going to start there, as a matter of fact. We're going to start okay. with some old-timey ones and then go to some – I have kind of three categories. So old-timey, and then we'll do some like – for lack of a better term, fads, and then just a big kind of a grab bag category that I'm calling dumb. Just, I mean, they're all kind of dumb, but like these were particularly amazingly like, what the hell were you thinking kind of things. Okay. We'll have a bunch of those. Your dumb category seems like it's going to be highly subjective. Of, of course it's subjective. But this is super subjective. But you think are dumb. Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I would be shocked if you disagree with any of them, but yes, for sure, this is very subjective and uh, I get that. Okay. So we'll start with what you just said, corsets. So old time in the days, corsets were corset means little body so oh. it really was the, i mean it was very clear That's what the, the intent was yep. yeah they were why don't you describe for our listeners what a corset is well a corset is like a thing that goes around a woman's waist and it usually has uh rigid but made out of bone stays like sticks yeah. sewn into the body of the the corset vertically yeah and then it laces up mm-hmm I don't usually, know, either in the front or the back. Usually in the back. When they started doing what's called tight lacing, yeah. that was in the back. When you'd have your maid or someone for the upper class would literally like put a foot in your tailbone and yeah. tie them as Pull tight as they tight. can. The idea is to make your waist look as thin Small and narrow as possible. As possible. Yeah. Because yeah. that 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 shape was what the desirable shape was uh-huh. that men wanted to see in women. So they wanted to have this kind of slim body. It's kind of, I guess, somewhat of an hourglass figure. Yeah, very much so, because you can't do anything about your ribs or your boobs. No. You can so, take some out. Well, <laughs> some of the ribs. and Not back in those days. You yeah. couldn't. So. It, it, the idea is that you reduce the waist and you exaggerate the bust Correct. and the hips. Yeah. And uh, men wore them too, by the way. Men would use yeah, courses really? in the 18, 1820s, 1830s. Men wore courses. Women started wearing courses, I think, I want to say in the early, early 1800s. There was a time where men wore them too, just to look, again, to look slimmer. Right. But it's mostly was considered a female fashion. And nowadays, it's really mostly associated with like S&M or things like that. No one really wears them anymore. There is a little bit of, you know, not like the tight lacing, the really, really crazy tight lacing and an incredibly narrow thing. That actually wasn't possible until 1827 when they invented metal eyelets. 
because they couldn't do it. They'd just rip. If you, right. But once they invented metal eyelets, they could really go crazy skinny and they'd, you know, do some pretty terrible things and almost literally rearrange your internal organs when you yeah. tighten them up really tightly. That's which is not And it's great. so uncomfortable. I mean, every woman knows when you have a pair of pants that's too tight. Yeah, just, and you really couldn't not, do yeah, it's, normal things. You couldn't go and, you know, take care of the kids and do the cleaning that women no, were expected to do in, in these days. So a lot of them, they became associated with two kind of strata. One, courtesans. Yeah. <laughs> and two, very wealthy, wealthy women. Yeah. There was one, you know, they, they got to extraordinarily tight. We're going to have lots of pictures, by the way. One says a woman, her name was... Polaire, I think she was French, and she was famous for her tiny. When she put her corset on, she had a waist that measured 16 inches oh my in gosh. circumference, yeah. 41 centimeters. It's uh, I won't be able to show you the pictures that easily here. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll try to show you some, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. She looks absurd. She looks. She that can't. Obviously, it's not comfortable, and it's it was very very dangerous too. It could cause yeah. health problems. Well, is that also one reason why women were fainting left and right? It is. I think a lot of historians think that was exaggerated. Because they can't and, breathe. And the, and the women who are really using the super tight lacing is also exaggerated. A lot of women yeah, just use so them too. just to kind of moderately. Yeah. That like was the more common. shapewear. I mean, yeah. shapewear is a thing mm-hmm. today, but they, were early they don't have rigid stays. No. You can breathe in shapewear. And they also use whalebone, which is evil. Yeah. So corsets leads the way. Next up, of, of not dissimilar, but for a different reason, was the bustles. What's a bustle, Carrie? Uh, it's not I, I a terrible website, but you know, it is that, but it's also something else. Go ahead. Something underneath a woman's skirt in the back to yeah. make her butt exactly. look big. It was like a padded undergarment, but it was on a wire frame. And the idea was you add fullness to the bottom of you. And it became really associated with making the booty uh, being accentuating the back. I don't so understand you, why, because nobody thought her butt was really that big. No, but it was the style. It was the way they went. It was the silhouette of a woman in the 19th century, especially, was critical. And in the late, eight, late 1700s as well, that silhouette was what they were looking for. And, and the bustle helped make for a big, big booty. Corset would accentuate that as well. And they, yeah. they'd often, of course, be worn together. But the bustle was this big, you know, uh, wire a frame sometimes used of metal that would, would be very wide around you. And one of the things it did was it, it allowed your long flowing skirt, which it became the fashion to have a tra- almost a train behind you yeah. to actually keep that off the ground. Yeah. I always thought it was like a pillow. Cause I know I've yeah. seen um, like even earlier that went in what days were bustles big? Bustles were also the 1800s, kind of okay. mid to late 19th century. So way before this, I don't know which century, but probably pre even 18th century, women wore something where it was like they I would call them side bustles. Yeah, and and they did look kind of like pillows. Mm-hmm. And you know, you I when I said a wireframe around their waist, I misspoke. I'm thinking of the hoop skirt, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah, think my bustles bad. had wire. No, frames. bustles were like garments that. Made yeah, the, the booty bigger and go out, and, yeah. and it, it the um, fabric of your dress would flow up and over right. it, and then stay off the ground. But well, they did. The idea was to accentuate what the desirable yeah. silhouette was. Back in our day, we bustled our um, wedding dresses. Really? Yeah. After you did know, you? Because yeah, because you, you had did? a train. Uh huh. I didn't have a my train wasn't long, okay. but there was extra fabric in the back for when you walk and make it dramatic when you walk down the aisle. Yeah, yeah. And then after the ceremony, your maid of honor has to come. There's little hooks. There's little um, 
threads uh-huh. sewn into the back of your dress so you can't see them. And there's little hooks. Like I had a big bow on the back of my dress. Yeah. So my sister came and she would just pull up wherever the hooks are. There's like probably three of them. Mm-hmm. And just hook them under the bow, under my butt, or by my butt. And then all the you know, I was there is up. At this wedding, because you were marrying me. Yeah. I don't have any recollection of so that So you whatsoever. can dance and walk around without having to hold onto your dress or worry about people <sighs> stepping on it. Huh. Yeah. Did not know that. It's called Learn something every day, including puzzle. things that happened at my marriage <laughs> to my wife. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Did not know that. Did not know you were bustled at our wedding. Mm-hmm. Did you wear a rough? No. I didn't think so. You know why? Because those were more like the 1500s and yeah. 1400s and 1600s. Ruffs were the giant. You've seen them in old-timey stories of Henry VIII or whatever, anything that- Elizabeth the I. Uh, there you go. Yeah. That area, the old- yeah. and, and these were big- massive white ruffled collars that became very fashionable for men and women and even children that they started from just like a little collar that you can take off and wash because you know your your neck got all sweaty and but they quickly evolved into these giant ornate things again for the upper class people poor people could not afford them or are and you know they had to be clean constantly can i say something yeah i don't find this dumb in fact I would like to bring them back because ruffs. I well, not not the big roughly ones. I mean, they can get but foot two off each side of your neck. I have just crocheted okay. <laughs> a couple of little cute little collars. Okay, that you know you put them on over whatever t-shirt or sweatshirt. They're real cute, and then you can take them off. Okay, all right, okay. I Let's do it. Just a bring couple. back ruffs. I, if you had told me that, I would but have taken I, it out. I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But I think they'd look. But I wouldn't call it a ref. I'd okay. just call it a collar. Well, they, these ones, especially as the 16th century wore on, the 1500s, they became really big and really ornate. And they were made of lace, but they, they were stiffened mm-hmm. again, like with um, starch usually. Yeah. By the and, and they had fallen out of style by the end of the 1600s. They yeah. were gone. Fallen out of fashion. In what, well, although, I guess uh, in Holland, in the Dutch Republic, they held on for the longest possible time. Yeah, um, I do associate big collars yeah. with Holland. Yeah, oh, really? With because that's, they yeah. were into the 1700s in Holland, but everybody else in Spain and England and France yeah. had kind of gone away from it. Another one is shoes. Let's talk about shoes before we talk about hats. You know we're going to talk about hats, obviously. <laughs> and But shoes, there's a thing called a, a Krakow, which is a city in Poland. I don't know if they're named after yeah. that. It was a shoe style. I, was, I will show you a picture of this because they look like witch shoes. Super, super, super pointy in the front. Narrow, pointed in the front. Otherwise, they look like a leather shoe. And they're flat. And they're fairly flat, yeah. They look like dancing shoes. They, they, they do, except an exaggerated length and narrowness. And, and the picture I just showed you, they can get even longer than that. Really? Very long, I, gradual it, pointing. It was cut off. I couldn't see the, oh, okay. the toe. I couldn't see the point. But oh. is it just straight? It's, no, there wasn't anything in the oh. way. It was, yeah, it's straight. It wasn't on the screen. Is what oh, was. really? Sorry. Sorry, I feel terrible. That's right. uh, but just very long and exaggerated toe points. And they were so long and they, you know your toes were long had stopped right. that sometimes you'd stuff it with like moss or something mm-hmm. like that to, you know, keep it shape. Oh, this Just is a this pure is, fashion, pure this fashion. Is a thing that happens in current day women's shoes. Obviously they're what? not that long. They're not that long. I'm finding out so many things, but they're pointed point. Yeah, they are. But these, these were shoes. ridiculous. Again, like I said, they could be many, many, several inches in front of your toes. Yeah, they're not that bad in the forties and fifties. Very pointy. Women's shoes. Yeah, but not that. Yeah, pointy shoes are yeah, phenomenal. I hate dumb. them. All pointy shoes should be yeah. banned and outlawed. They're I'm terrible. I'm not a fan. 
But you know what I'm a fan of, as you know, is hats. giant hats. Oh. I love giant hats. <laughs> giant hats are like things like birds and fruit and things like that. They really, st- I guess by the late 1700s when headdresses started to become really kind of gigantic and they were mainly because women's hairdos were, you know, think of Marie Antoinette or something like right. that. You see the old timey hairdos with all the curls and the plates and things like that. The hat would have to get bigger to, I don't know, be because they did actually, weirdly though, also have some tiny little hat you'd put in the top of your pompadour. Yeah. But mainly they started wearing big hats and big bonnets and all kinds of styles. There's one when Balloony became something, then the Montgolfier brothers and an Italian named uh, Vincenzo Lenardi became famous balloonists. They made hats that were big balloons on top of your head. Mm. And when the guillotine, before Napoleon, during the reign of terror, yeah, they were um, some women would cut their hair really, really short, like because they did that to you before you were beheaded. They would cut your hair short above your neck, so yeah. that, so it didn't. Why I don't know. The thing could cut through hair, and so they would wear this hairstyle and then then cover it with like these big sweeping embellished hats as well, and it became just very fashionable. Big hats, short hair became very fashionable during. France at this time of the reign of terror. That's interesting. Very weird. Yeah. I, I mean, just almost like to commemorate the guillotine. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just remember people who had died by the guillotines because a lot did. And then, of course, the biggest thing was these wildflowers, like daisies were the first one, but big bouquets of violets, or even branches, branches with lilacs they'd put on the hat. Big feathers was a big thing. Of course, you know, remember ostrich feathers and right. things like that. Yeah. They'd go hunt these animals almost out of existence just to get the feathers for yeah. these hats. Huge droops, huge, I mean, think anything you can imagine. Big sweeping stiffened hats with all kinds of adornment. And the adornment as the 1800s, like the late 1800s, they became, you know, that's when the feathers and the wings and, and the even whole birds, they'd stick a dead bird on oh your hat and you'd walk out the door. Um, if big hats were still a thing today, this is a test on how well you know me. What would my big hat be? Like a replica of, what would it be? Um, like a southern mint julep lady kind of a thing. Because you're, you're a big fan of the South. Um, you you're a big fan about? of the Confederacy. I, I know you're, you consider yourself a rebel. <laughs> um, uh, what would your hat be? Yeah. Um, Here's a hint. Oh, it'd be a crochet hat. No. Uh, it'd be a, oh, it'd be a hat that looked like a house. Exactly. Nice. I knew that. I knew that. All. I was just testing you <laughs> to test me. Little houses are my thing. Big little. So you'd wear Don't a hat why. that would be shaped Look, like a house. Yeah. How with high? Like, with like little Ten cut out to... doors and windows. Okay. Yeah. And Why don't you go ahead and do that? Carrie, you're bringing back roughs. You might as well bring back I giant know. hats. I know. I probably should. Oh, and you can put a bird on top of it. You can put an owl yeah, on top of it. could be a bird on. Of a chimney. Have a chimney. chimney. An actual legit yeah. brick chimney. I mean made of little tiny baby bricks. Not Legos. <laughs> legitimate bricks. And you put an owl on the, on the chimney. Yeah. Oh, a working chimney, Carrie. It actually has fire inside yeah. your hat house. I'm sure there's a way hat. to do that. Okay. I think you should do it. You have little lights inside. I, yeah, actual working lights. Again, no, I like it. You have a, a I guess, suppose some battery power. That's fine. Of course. Another trend in the late 1800s was like you put a gauze. Remember, you see a lot of hats with gauze. It have gauze. Big, big like old hat. Think all the birds and stuff like that. But some for a while they started putting gauze in front of it, and it got so bad that some doctors said, "Oh, ladies, you shouldn't be doing the gauze. It might." eventually harm your eyesight oh okay. why they thought that because i i know why i thought that because they were dumb and medicine <laughs> medicine is shockingly uh recently competent mm-hmm. owl heads 
Baltimore Orioles were popular, hummingbirds, blue jays, Aww. a bird called a roller, I'm not sure what that is, bluebirds, woodpeckers, and even prairie hens, a fairly sizable bird, were all put on top of hats. Wow. Even other animals like mice or small reptiles were put on top of hats. And sometimes you'd put more than one, like an owl head with some ostrich plumes and some sparrow wings <laughs> and ah. flowers and ribbons. And one woman had a, a hat with four or five warblers on it. Which is Yuck. another bird, like so, not even two, but many. It was I could have crazy. Little, little fake mice in my house. <laughs> You're really going to make a house hat, aren't you? <laughs> it got so bad that uh, some bird populations were were being decimated, and ah. conservationists of the late 19th century, there were some were you know hue and cry to yeah. stop making these things on hats. You kill enough bird populations. And of course, there's also the thing of tiny hats. And, and one of the th fashion statements that was associated with that was something called a macaroni. And a macaroni <laughs> is actually a person. A macaroni was like a fop. It was like oh. in 1770s, 1780s, a foppish man. And I, I'll, we'll do the picture. I didn't put the picture here that you can see, but it's insane. They were just ludicrous hat, uh, uh, clothes, you yeah. know, breeches, pointy shoes. What's the lace? Lots of lace, humongous hat, almost shaped like a chess piece, a bishop chess piece with a tiny little hat <laughs> on the top of it. I mean, giant, giant hat or, or, or like a wig maybe. And they would put little called pox patches on their face. I, I, I think for pox. To look like To you look had like that. You put makeup, scars? you put like a, a dot on your forehead, a couple on your mouth and your cheek. Baffling. Why would people want that? I have no idea. On, on, and usually you use powder to whiten your face as well. So they'd be very, they'd out, they'd stand out. You would look sick. It's it was so weird. They put, <laughs> they put lipstick on. They'd rouge their lips and their cheeks. Yeah. And they'd, look clownish. Very really? clownish. Yeah. Lots of, but, and they'd put a bunch of rings on. They had manicured yeah. fingernails. These were human males. Yes. And very popular from the well to do classic. I've seen that in movies and I never knew if it was real. Like, did, like Amadeus. Didn't, weren't there he was, people like oh, that? Oh, I think there the were, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they look ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. those were big. Those huh. were big. I should have said this for the hats, but there's another thing called Zebelinos. And Zebelino was very similar, but it was worn as a garment, essentially a whole dead animal, like a mink or something like that. You just wear it, like you'd belt it, or you just tie it to your waist. Women, it's just a woman's thing. It was in the 15th and 16th century, and it started in Italy. And so like a sable pelt or a marten or something like that, the whole animal, I mean, they took, they debunked it. Okay, so the it's whole, the, just the pelt. But God, it looks just like the animal. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have guts in it. I don't know if it had a skeleton in there. Well, or not. I've, I've seen those. <laughs> there, it in looks real like life. A, I've seen. I have a picture. Well, you, can't, yeah. you won't be able to see it that well. But it's it just looks like she has yeah. a big mink on her tied to her waist as yeah. she's sitting there posing for a portrait. Yeah, I've seen them like in thrift stores. Terrifying. And, and you, yeah, they are have they real? Feet. Yeah, Jesus. they're still feet. Yeah, the whole animal. Stuff. I mean, it's yeah. everything. Yeah. The head. The, uh, the, I'm sure the eyes were were replaced. Yeah, but yeah. And then we have the hoop skirt. The hoop skirt was the that was the big one I, I mentioned a minute ago, where you had the big metal, yeah, you know, uh, framework that you put your skirt over and apparently it was popular like you stayed cool so probably down in the i don't know if this is true i'm making this up i'm guessing because <laughs> it's in 1800s but maybe warmer climate you know down in southern yeah. europe I, I assume but it was all you know you saw hoop skirts in america and britain well, and they were very much in the south in yeah, america that's so true is that why I, probably it, it, it did allow you yeah you, you had the little under 
Were women kinda, going commando under their? I'm skirts? sure they were wearing petticoats, but it's still cooler than the big. You know, still gave you some yeah. some flow, <laughs> so a breeze under there, and to to cool off your petticoats. I don't think yeah. it was their petticoats they were cooling off. Whoa, Carrie! Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't play blue in the castle. <laughs> so they and they got and again as fashions do, they go extreme. So they got huge and just super yeah. wide and ungainly and. Um, Oh, they came back for prom dresses. Really? Uh huh. The they became real bell shaped, mm-hmm. and it was and they were biggest in the uh, second half of the 18th century. So that's our old timey ones. Wait. We'll get some more old timey ones in a minute when we do dumb. But that's our our main old timey ones. Go ahead. Is that where Southern Belle came from? I don't know. I don't think so. Or no, Belle means belle good in French, or or beautiful, or something yeah. like that. Doesn't it? I don't know. I think it is. No, not good. I think it's attractive. Yeah, something. Like Fads are just, you know, things that were, and I honestly, almost all of these, the dumb and fads can be interchangeable, but I thought the, I wanted to capture the things that were very short-lived, although almost all the ones that I call dumb were short ones lived too. So I think of the rest as kind of a, a certain one. We will, we'll start here with calling them fads. And one of my favorites of all time is, of course, the Google Glass. Google Glass oh. is one of the stupidest things to ever be invented. It was by Google, of course, which has done nothing right since their browser. That's not fashion. I, yeah, I think it is because I wanted to talk about it because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so I shoehorned okay, it in but here. But it's not. Uh, the, the first one that in mid 2011 weighed eight pounds. Oh my God. 3.6 kilograms. Uh, but in 2013, they're, they're lighter. They're, they're maybe like a tiny bit heavier than a pair of sunglasses by the time they're really, you know, out there for the public. And that was maybe like April 2013. They uh, came out in the United States. They uh, retail for fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my god! Ridiculous. And I, I, they're they're announced in the year before best when they became available. And how um, many did they sell? They, they Three? it was a massive flop. A massive, massive flop. I mean, they sold a few thousand to to really you know pretentious assholes yeah. and and early adopter type of weasels who who think they're so smart. They're the the, the most sheeple type people on the planet Earth. And eventually they had to change it and they became more like science-y and like for research and, and, and things like that. The, the, the article just – if you look up Google Glass in Wikipedia, that article is like – it was written by Google. Yeah. It's awful. The whole the, – I mean it's hundreds of words if not thousands of words of – nonsensical about how great it is with helping people see and blind people and things like that bullshit there was never the intent that's not what's going on they're trying to because you can hear it describes things well that and also no i'm actually working from a medical scientific standpoint um complete bullshit just it's just pr it's nonsense of course, there's big concerns about privacy, you know, mm-hmm. you can, and, and facial recognition had a facial recognition software, which would now be much, much worse if they if they brought it back, where it's dangerous. You can stalk people. It was, there's a lot of security concerns or safety concerns with people who were driving with these things. Yeah. I mean, it's like a T, a little TV. You basically had a, you can voice activate it or you can control it. Uh, I, I think you control some of the things you you can do things with your eyes apparently, oh. but you also had a, a little tap keyboard on the right side that you go and you could kind of scroll through a menu. menu. It's just basically you're walking around all day long interacting with other human beings in your own little world. Yeah, it was, it was considered. It became like in San Francisco, it became people who were wearing those things that walked around would get uh, punched in the face, and <laughs> rightfully so because it's just it, it's really was a fuck you the rest of the world. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm more yeah. important than you. I'm living in my Google Glass. It's, it's just a horrible thing. I remember talking to on, I did for work. We had a guy who was like, I, I shouldn't say this. He was a top, top, top guy 
at Zillow. And this was Google Glass. This is probably 2013. And they're just out. And I remember thinking, those, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's, oh, you're so, you're so wrong there. You're, you, these are going to be huge. These are going to be, yeah, that's early still. It's early days. This is still early. They're going to get so much better. This is going to be, everybody's going to wear Google Glass. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember his name, but fuck <laughs> off because I was right. And you were incredibly wrong. So that's why I want to talk about Google Glass and uh-huh. pretend that they're fashion. Okay. Okay. Thank you. One of my favorites, I know one of your favorites from the 80s, massive shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. Massive shoulder on everything. Women and men, men's suits, massive shoulder pads. Women's sweaters are also suits, even more massive shoulder Mm -hmm. pads. I mean, everyone looked like a football player. Yeah. You could fall down and not hurt yourself. Yep. I I had a really pretty floral blazer, just cotton fabric with big old shoulder pads. I think I remember that. Yeah. It's cute. I, I remember hold, having a blazer for a long time. So, like, did, didn't shoulder pads kind of start to come back to very, very recently? Yeah, I think so. Are they? Are they? Is it dying? I don't know. This is where we need Emma here. Yeah. Are they? Are they still a thing? I don't know. Or is it? Is it? Is it already yeah. receding? If it did, it it didn't seem to last very long. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen some things where, it's like, I've, I've even seen like T-shirts with shoulder pads. Really? Not huge you ones know, though. Little ones. Yeah. When I say something, I mean, people, again, if, if people, for our younger audience members in the 80s, people wore shoulder pads. It was routine. It was mm-hmm. on a lot of garments, and they got ludicrously large. It yeah. made no sense whatsoever. Did it Did it help the line or something? Was there any, is it just a fashion thing, right? Let's put shoulder pads on um, everything. You know, if you have broader shoulders, it makes your waist and your hips look smaller. Yeah, well, see, you the know, thing I read. It's a, it's a silhouette said kind that of thing again. The, 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 the author of the thing I read said, I'm a broad-shouldered woman. Uh, we don't want that. What yeah. did people like me do then? Just not do it. She was too, too young to have been there. She wasn't <laughs> old enough in the 80s. But she's like, did broad show the women like me uh, skip out on this trend? Because it looks horrible. It makes it yeah. look even worse or oh. worse or bad. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a broad shoulder woman. Yeah. But she's saying this is a terrible idea for broad, broad shouldered women. Well, probably not because then they just look like they're in fashion. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it was it got ridiculous. Yeah. Like all fashion things it got ridiculous. And you know what's and, it, and but it went away. It wasn't it was yeah. around for a few years. You know it has been around for even longer and is amazing that's been around for this long and is still a major thing what? is of course Crocs. The ugliest oh. footwear humanly possible to conceive. Absolutely hideous. I'm sure they are comfortable. But that's not good enough. We've got to do better. I was going to say America, but no, world. Because aren't they from Australia? Australian? I don't know. Oh, I don't know where they're from either. I, I have no problem with Crocs. I know you don't. We're not going to agree on everything. No. I'm aware of that. Yeah. I hate I, them. Here's my thing about shoes. For decades, I had to wear uncomfortable, fashionable shoes <laughs> as a woman. And fuck off, male <laughs> uh, women's shoe designers. I hate you all. Yeah. And you should. You should be bitter. My goal in life is comfortable shoes. I agree. I don't care if they're ugly. If they're comfortable, I will wear them. I have a pair of hideous, ugly shoes that. Oh, you for sure do. They're brown that I bought recently in the last couple of months from Costco, of all places. Those things are comfortable. Yeah. But Crocs. I don't care. Okay. But there you go. You can buy comfortable shoes that aren't Crocs because Crocs are like purposely ugly. They're, they're pretty gruesome. I've never had a pair of Crocs, but I've never had a pair. Yeah. I've Aren't they really expensive too? Uh, genuine Crocs? I'm sure there, there are, I think it's been around long enough where there are knockoffs, right? Oh, sure. Okay. I mean, for seemingly what they are and the materials yeah. they're made it's of foam. and stuff. Yeah. It's foam. 
they probably cost a dollar thirteen per pair to make, and that that retails for fifty or sixty or hundred bucks. Well, I don't think they're that expensive. I don't know. I think they're like forty-ish. I don't know. I have no idea. But you know, people get people get little <laughs> doodads that you stick inside the holes, really? like little pins or whatever, uh, to decorate them. You know, uh, of different frogs or flamingos. I don't know, but. So to make them even uglier, you can okay. you can spend right. probably a small fortune on the little. They have a wow. name. I don't know what it is to go on croc your tops. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think so. How about another? Well, you're going to agree with me on this one. I feel fairly sure. Okay, because it's shoes with toes. You know those toed okay. shoes. That your toes oh. are outlined, and a company named Vibram invented these and started saying, "Hey." Runners, joggers, yeah. people like that. These will improve your health. We've scientifically shown. Yeah. Everybody thinks that it's illegal to make these claims. And oh, here in America these days, it's not like the old days of fat medicines. You can just say stuff. Absolute bullshit. Rarely are there consequences for saying absolutely fraudulent, nonsensical, untrue things. Vibram did it. In this case, weirdly, it did eventually, after several years, have a consequence where they were brought to suit and they were forced to pay about $3.75 million to anyone who had purchased a pair of their shoes from March 2009 through uh, May of 2014. Yeah. It, was a law, it was a lawsuit. It wasn't the government. It was a lawsuit and because and, their claims were absolutely nonsensical. Yeah. They're not true. They don't help you whatsoever. They have no health benefits in any way, shape, or form. My disagreement with you on this one is that it wasn't a fashion thing. It was No, more, it's a health thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, well, I'm just saying. I don't think this is a fashion. fashion uh, clothes, then. Just say clothes. Don't say fashion. <laughs> clothes and eyewear, <laughs> and we're done with the eyewear. Uh, but they were, they were, they cost about a hundred bucks. Yeah, and they're really ugly. So think again, uh, listeners. You probably you, you can imagine it's literally just shoes, but they have the end of each individual toe yeah. is mapped out. Wasn't the idea of it? Um, like, didn't for a while, like runner people thought that you really should be running barefoot because that's how yes. man is supposed to be in yeah. the wild or whatever. Yeah. And so that was, I think there's part to of it. Make it more yeah. barefoot, which is also not true. Yeah. That's absolutely not true. That's there's nothing wrong with I support. Thought. Actually, I, I, I'm going my memory here, but I remember reading about that at the time. And the more dangerous thing is to go back and forth. It's like one or the other. Oh, really? Yeah. I I, I could be wrong. Huh. I bought some <laughs> shoes memory. with, they don't have individual toes for the feet, but, but it is a little bit more molded like yeah. oh. two toes. Oh really? Well, okay. Like molded to where how your toes are, like a camel toe. For and I, I'm saying that I'm dead serious. There kind was of, there were camel yeah. toed shoes that looked like a hoof. Oh no no a no, a cloven hoof that were popular for a very short time. Mine are. I will never wear them outside, and they're only for the when I use the rowing machine. Okay. And they're they're kind of barefooty. Do you ever have any cam, camel toe shoes? Camel no, toe boots. Never heard of that. I, I I'll, I'll do some. We'll put some pictures on it. it it's even got one of the pair even has fur. They don't always did, Ugh. but they'd have a clove, like so a single indent. So like between your big toe and the rest of your toes? I think so, yeah. That That's would be uncomfortable. Like. Yeah. Are you going to talk about toed socks? No, but you can. Remember that was the thing? I think I do remember started that. like around in the 70s. Yeah. And they were often rainbow. Like each toe was yeah. a different color. Before rainbow was rainbow. Yeah. They became a big thing in the 70s. Hmm. I as vaguely far as remember I that. Remember. Very I, vaguely. I never had a pair. I don't think I ever had a pair either. Couldn't afford it. I feel bad about that. I don't. High-waisted pants. Why did men for a time, <laughs> their belt was right below their nipples. Yeah. Remember that? You see the old 1940s movies? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think for men, it was to get the pants over their gut. 
So you didn't tie the belt in the middle of your gut and you had, and you had your gut flopping over your belt, things like that. Oh. I think, I think, and but, so. But slim men wore them Because like it was that. fashion, that's yeah. why. But I think the person who set that, the people who set that fashion yeah. were, you know, um, what's his name? Fred Mertz. Yeah. <laughs> the Fred Mertz of the world. <laughs> you have people like that, the doughy, yeah. bu- doughy guys who had, you know, a gut. I think I, I, I suspect I'm, I'm again, I'm guessing I'm, I don't know if that's true or not, Yeah. but women of course wear it because it, it, but they still, it does get extraordinarily high sometimes. And that's still the fashion, isn't it? Well, high waisted pants. Yeah. Our waist is our natural waist is yeah. higher than men's exactly. and men typically wear their pants lower on their hips yeah. than, yeah. than women do. That's why men wear belts. Which is why I mean for this to yeah. really be men's high waisted pants. Yeah. That was a fashion thing. It didn't make any sense, yeah. and it went away. Well, a, a, a female fashion thing about waisted pants were paper bag waists, uh, and it kind of comes and goes. And I like it. Paper I, bag I like waist. Paper bag waist. Waist. It's where there's a lot of fabric above the belt, and you have to oh, belt it yeah, yeah, because I've seen that. because it's big, and you belt it, and then the there's an excess of fabric on top of the belt that flaps out like mm-hmm. like think about a paper bag that you squeeze it mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. hence the name yeah love it i like paper bag waist okay uh I'll take your word for it Yakko. should i write this down for yakko wore or? paper bag waist pants oh, on from, the animaniacs okay yakko uh warner uh-huh to use his full name yakko wacko and Doc. i just we just call him yakko super cute yeah for sure you mean I, the fashion or yakko both yeah. and i know for sure i've had paper waist bag that's the cutest paper bag waist pants and jeans and stuff have you ever worn pajamas as clothes? That's next on my list. Yes, you, I have. Carrie, tell us about your journey with pajamas <laughs> and clothes. If, if, if we were saying this five or six years ago, you'd say, oh, my God, people should be shot for going out in okay, public I, with their pajamas. Carrie said that. That's I'm talking what verbatim. you would say. That's not what I would say. I oh, used to you be got an, angry. I would never say people should be shot is uh, what I'm saying. Beaten up. I used to be annoyed by people wearing Pajama bottoms mm-hmm. in public yes. and or slippers. Yes. But yes, I oh, have taken no. a journey and now I don't give a shit what anybody wears. If you, <laughs> Like I said, my main goal in life is to be comfortable. If you're comfortable, wear it. I don't care. I've, I'm sure I've worn pajamas. You've grown as a person. Public. Yes. Have you? Well, I, I have. have several pairs of pajama bottoms. That are like from Target, not, but I mean, like true, and like they just sort of don't, flimsy pajamas is what. Yeah, uh, I don't have bottoms with penguins on them that I wear out oh, okay. doors or whatever because my pajama bottoms that I wear in public look like pants. Is that or another they, gift hint? And you want me to get like you sweats. pajamas no, with penguins? I, I okay. don't. Well, Carrie, you're gonna get uh, pajamas because I probably wouldn't wear those. But well, if they were like a hurtful. cute plaid or something, I probably would. Okay. Okay. Well, pajamas is clothes. Is it's still you still see it once in a while, but a few years ago it seems like you saw it a lot yeah. more. It seems like it's, it's trending down, but some or people find here's that. what I think is real cute. Yeah, and I just haven't found the right pair. Like old timey, like silky pajamas, and th- women wore them, but they were more associated with men. Mm-hmm. Like the bottoms, mm-hmm. like the pleats, and then the top that is like a an actual top with a collar and buttons. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Sure. Especially if they're satiny or silky yeah, or whatever. I yeah. would totally wear that Absolutely. Out. And wear it with no underwear so you're just kind of swinging oh, free. <laughs> <laughs> if you get an erection, everyone knows at the restaurant. Sure. No. Well, that's not a, likely that's, to happen to These me, are good but. calls. <laughs> you said for men, though. Men wore No, the men's style pajamas. Oh, got it. But got it, got on it. a woman. Oh, okay. Because women yeah. are allowed to make fashion choices like that. Men really aren't. 
Sure they are. Really? Yes. You Kanye. go to Panera wearing old timey men's pajamas. I'm now I'm a, going with to with a belt around it. And I'm probably yes, and maybe slippers um, with feathers on them, and maybe a tiny hat. <laughs> I know you'll agree with me on this one as the next ridiculous fashion trend for a time that is actually I think fairly popular now, but it's clothing made out of crochet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's hideous. <laughs> it's awful. Agree. Absolutely not. <laughs> I do that just for you. I Carrie, know. as we all know, is a crochetaholic. Yeah. Granny She's squares a- have come back with a vengeance. So people were, they, they used to be a little careful because there's lots of big holes in crochet. They, they usually aren't tight. So there's, there's gaps in crochet, right? Uh-huh. So you got to be a little careful where you, what you put on and what you have under it, don't you? Well, yes. Often it's, a, it's an outer garment. It's a sweater that you wear over something Not else. always, though. But if you, yeah, you could have a cute crochet dress with lots of big holes in it. You just wear a slip dress underneath. Well, wait till I get to some toward the end. <laughs> they were not wearing slip dresses or anything oh, like that underneath. And in the 60s and 70s? Yeah. Oh, even even much more recent than that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, well, get that. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. How about the ni- in the 90s? I remember Jack remembered these, and although he was too young, they they really fell out of fashion by the early 2000s. It's something called, I don't know if I'm saying this right, is Jinko Jeans, J-N-C-O. But the J-N-C-O is like an acronym. And I'm But I think, I, in one source I saw, they, they, they sort of put in parentheses Jinko. So I think that's how it's pronounced. Hmm. If I'm mispronouncing it, uh, because I never wore them, didn't hear about, about them until just a, a little while ago. I've never heard of them. But they were, here, I will show you a picture of this in a second. They're invented by a guy. He was this Moroccan and French designer. And he started out, he made a company in LA that was essentially um, got made jeans that you could, uh, some company would put their name on them. He just made like the, you know, like the store brand jeans right and you can just put and he sold you in bulk and and you put your name on them and pretend they're yours and he his his genius the way he got successful was because most of that was being done overseas yeah and it took months to get him here he could get he can get you a big batch of jeans in eight weeks with his big factory in los angeles it's closed now there's no textile anymore but this is one of the last gasps of american textile and so he became very successful while and then they he wanted to branch out and doing their own things. And one of the own things he did was these Jinko jeans. And they're, think, just sort of tight at the waist and worn a little bit low and then absolutely massive, gigantic open legs. Not like bell-bottom oh, quite. They start okay. flaring immediately. Yeah. And by the time they get to your ankles, good Lord, they're a foot and a half wide and they became a huge, like a, rebelling like a skater kid's warm first yeah i was gonna say you know who i would see wearing them now who billy eilish probably like the super baggy you know can't you have no body underneath kind of uh, well maybe Look. but they were worn like a like a rebellion yeah like your parents don't want you to wear jinko jeans and in fact they were <laughs> kind of um, some school districts actually tried to ban them because they thought orange county in California, some school districts there tried to ban them because they thought students could hide weapons in the cuffs. They had lots of pockets, yeah. big, deep, wide pockets. In them. And really, I mean, you I can mean, just wear baggy jeans. Carpenter and, pants or whatever those things are called with yeah, the pockets on the side. That's true. But 
these were hideous and yeah, they are <laughs> ridiculous. And to me, it's like it's like a waste of fabric. It's of course, like too it much is. fabric. Of course, it is. But they, you know, it's a whole. Oh, I feel so free and easy. Shut up. <laughs> it was just a fashion statement, and they fell out of favor within yeah. a few years. But at one, I mean, they were huge in the late in the second half of the nineties. They became pretty big. In 1995, they sold 36 million dollars worth of them. By 1998, they sold 187 million dollars worth wow. of them. But then they by 2000 Wait. 2001, they just they. You said 1995 and the 1988. 1998. Oh, okay. So they 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 flopped pretty quickly because they became too common. Yeah. And so you can't be, how can you be a rebel? It's, it's, the, it's a built-in problem with, with that as your brand or that as your appeal. Well, do you remember seeing a whole lot of them? Not I really. Don't. No, I don't. So. I was missing but, that. you know. We had small children. Very small children. I was going to say we didn't have kids in middle school or no. high school at that time, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Jenko Jean toddlers would have, then we would have known them. But, you know, we went out and about in the world and. Yeah. Missed it. Still, if guess, you think about it, that's not that. They weren't going to Panera. It, they're not. They, they were not that common. That's that's something. Because yes, the guy made a lot of money, but they yeah. weren't that common. It was a fairly short t- time. Something that uh, is even shorter time is called asymmetrical jeans. They're exactly what you think they are. They're made by a Ukrainian company called Casina Schneider, and they. I guess Ukraine is is trying to become kind of a fashion capital yeah. right now, or a fashion center. And these were just a few years ago. Uh, effectively, like think one pant leg is just a normal narrow pant leg, and the other one is almost like a modified Jinko. So they're asymmetrical. One's okay. tight, one's loose and wide, or or flowing, or something yeah. like that. So that I don't think. I mean, again, I've never seen another I, human wearing them. Yeah, I but, think I've seen it online. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh that's probably a better thing though than ultra low rise jeans for women yes. which are just mean. It's well, almost all, you have to be a marathoner, a gymnast, very few so, women I mean, can wear super, them. Super super incredibly skinny yeah. and slim to pull that off. They're very low. I mean very I mean ultra low. They're yeah. like just above the crack. Yeah. They're <laughs> are front and back. Uh, um, they're very, very low. I guess it started in the 1990s in Britain. I didn't know that. No, they were big in the... That's what I read. Like the 60s and 70s. No, not the, 70s. not the ultra low rise. Low rise, yes. I mean, these are very, very... Okay. These are ultra... That's what I'm saying, ultra low rise. Yeah. These are, are lower. And they really, you know, they show the, the curb of the hip line there. They're yeah. just inappropriate, A, for most <laughs> times. And very... They just... You can't... Most people can't pull it off. Yeah, the appropriateness thing I don't give a shit about, but uh, <laughs> the pretty inappropriate. The yeah, I mean, if you want to wear them, go for it. Super uncomfortable. Yeah, I would think. Well, you know, it's a better idea than that. What? Fake pockets and jeans. I didn't know this. Uh, Calvin Klein in the nineteen seventies started putting fake pockets in jeans. Why would you do that? Yeah, women's clothing has always had fake, fake pockets. pockets. I don't understand fake pockets. Yeah. It's it, they said Calvin Klein at the time said they did it to make it more fashionable. Well, you could just put real pockets and it's the same thing, well, right? Well, I would think Calvin Klein, because remember, Calvin Klein's were very tight. They were supposed yes. to be skin oh, that tight. Oh, I see. And the, so the a real pockets pocket. add bulk yeah. and you can't fit, you can't put anything in it. That's true. So what's the point? So they so I, they thought the pockets looked good. They didn't have the room for pockets. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Apple when the iPhone was, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have room for a plug-in. I'm sorry. You're going to have to buy our goddamn pods um, because it's just, it's got to be slick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, they did fake pockets. Are those still around? Uh, I don't know. But, <laughs> but as I you said, fake pockets have been a thing on, in women's clothing I forever. Know. I guess in the 70s, though, at least from what I read, the 70s were a little bit 
of the heyday, maybe, yeah. or maybe for high fashion. I don't Probably know. Probably for like jeans and stuff like that, because mm. typically jeans do have pockets. You know, but you bit- know, women have pocketbooks, so we don't need pockets. That's true. No, Damn you, are you kidding me? Oh, I don't know. You're if, being if, facetious. If you design and manufacture clothes for women, put fucking pockets in them, and women will love them. I completely agree. And I'm not even a woman. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time somebody exclaims about a, a new garment they've gotten, they it's literally pockets. will. And it has pockets. <laughs> and then everybody on the internet goes wild. Oh, my God. It has pockets. <laughs> we saw that when we saw uh, the My Favorite Murder People. She goes, she, she's wearing uh-huh. a new dress. And she's oh my, and they have pockets. pockets. And she's like putting her hands in her pockets. Uh, when I'm buying something, uh, I look for pockets. Hmm. It doesn't have pockets. I, I don't. Yep. I don't, I assume, because all men's pants have pockets. I know. There's a pair of pants that I wanted to get, and they were super cute, and they were on sale, but no pockets. So Carrie's thinking, hmm, can I sew some crocheted (laughs) pockets on these pants? I might be able to. And then I'm going to make my house hat. Uh, I have a sewing machine now, so I probably could put pockets in them. Nothing's going to stop you. You're going to make a house hat. You're going to make crochet pockets and attach them to those pants you've been wanting to buy. You're going to make some big-ass ugly shoes. You're going to do crazy. I'm not going to make shoes ever. You know what was popular in the 1930s and 40s, but it's no longer popular? What? Flower sack dresses. Oh. Literally, think of it. Big canvas flower sacks. People were poor. Yeah. Couldn't go buy a dress. So they made dress out of flower, flower sacks, and it became sort of a necessity, but it then became fashionable. Yeah, because you even, know what the flower sack makers did? What? They made they put pretty prints on their flower sacks for the women to make cute dresses oh. out of them. Oh. Hmm. And you think that that is completely gone? No. No, it's, it's not. not. But wait, no one's making flower sack dresses anymore. Are they really? They're making things out of flower sacks, yes. What? But yeah, not dresses. Especially if they're vintage. Uh-huh. Yeah, women, dresses than yeah. wearing. You've seen? Have you I, seen a human? I mean, they're not selling them at Nordstrom, I don't think. But people who make well, no. The whole idea is you make them at home. Yeah, you make women them who design and and make their own things. Oh yeah, flower sacks are uh, are not cheap. If you want the cute ones to make something out of, huh? And it lasted into the forties. Yeah. So I did not know that. Yeah. Now I know. You know what? A, a trend that's from the early days. I think the forties and into the fifties that I really wish they would bring back. What bullet bras. Oh, God. Bras, so pointy, you can knock an eye out, you can chip a tooth. <laughs> they were, I, you see it in old movies again. Yes. You see these crazy bullet bras. I mean, absolute sharp point uh, at the end of yeah. them. Yeah, you know the reason for those? Why? Dudes designing and making bras, <laughs> not having any clue what a boob actually looked like. I, I think I did read something about that. There was a reason for that shape. A more, I can't think of it. I, I should have written it down. There was a there was a <laughs> logistic reason for that shape. Not to, and it, they got more extreme, but initially yeah. it was like the it just it sewed easier because it was a it was yeah, um, like a cone shape or something like yeah. that. It was something like that. It was something logistic made it easier, made it cheaper. Yeah. So they to, did it. Yeah, to probably to cut out the fabric and fewer, yes, yeah. I think so. I think so, and also uh, more support before they had you know more elaborate support underwire and stuff like that i think but it then got extreme 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 it became just ridiculous uh sharp points yeah grills a more modern grills the things you put on your teeth oh gosh that's just that's insane that can't be good for your teeth it looks ridiculous yeah they can't be cheap i don't know (laughs) and i i know i mean i'm one of those oh girl you just don't get it old man no they're fucking dumb you look like an idiot you will be embarrassed when you look back at a picture. 
just like I do when I look at my prom picture with my long hair, part in the middle, I looked ludicrous. That's you with a fucking grill, uh, bro. Are you not going to mention the powder blue tux with, ru- with a ruffle? The powder blue tux with ruffle would still nail it today, <laughs> Carrie. Oh, I was no, it bombing. Um, yeah, I mean, the grill thing is a... It's a it's a cultural thing. It's not it, made for us. I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna so, just because I'm white. I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, you know, back down from that. They're fucking dumb. Period. End of yeah, discussion. I mean, I don't care. They just are. They look rude. They're such a dumb thing to, to do. <laughs> and so are baggy pants. I know. I saw you, but, yeah. but it's just stupid. You're wearing pants that are down, uh, that constrain you. They're like hobble skirts, which we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. which were also stupid worn by white women in the 20s and teens. You mean the, um, what's it called when your pants slouch down below your butt? Sagging. Yeah, sagging. Yeah. But yeah. usually it's associated with baggy jeans, Very, I think, well, yes, a lot, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are I, you going to talk about sagging? No, I, I no, I won't. We just did. <laughs> I, I, that's probably the. I've got four thousand. That's the one that I would agree with you on the most. But okay, you, you don't agree with me in grills. You agree grills are. I, I don't care how cultural reason it is. They're 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 just awful. I mean, to me, it's like a jewelry thing. Do I think it's weird yeah, to wear jewelry teeth? on your teeth? Yes. Yeah. But, the teeth I mean, part bugs me. I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm it not worries that me. I'm worried it. about your teeth, people. People, I'm. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm doing this for you. I'm, I'm worried about your health. I'm more worried about gauges in ears. Oh yeah, those are because those then are, your okay, ears you know are what? forever Gage. altered. Let's do gauges real good. Okay. Gauges. Yeah. Okay, we did it. That, for for sure, you look yeah. ridiculous. For sure, you will regret and it. And someday you're gonna regret if it. If you don't die young, yeah. you will regret it. Yeah. So hopefully you die young. <laughs> Just kidding, gauge wearers. Maybe you can have surgery to fix it, but that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Bumps. And fake buns. So the <laughs> fake buns are, you know, just weird. I get it. Like extension, that's fine. That's it's, just fake hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fake hair, and a lot of people do it for buns. I guess if yeah. their hair is not long enough, you and a bun's popular, you put a fake bun. I guess the fake buns are very popular right now. Apparently. Oh, are they? Yeah. Huh. And but the bumpet, I honestly don't get. It. So tell the people what a bumpet is if they don't know. A bumpet is a little device. I don't even remember what it looks like. But I think it looks almost like a banana clip. If you remember what banana clips, I do are. remember banana we, clips. So probably talk about banana clips too. Yeah, Those yeah. Butterfly in the clips 80s. also. More recently, but Butterf- the nineties were butterfly yeah. clips. But um, the bumpet, you put it like. I don't know why this is is associated with white women. Where women? They yeah. You want the crown. Karens. Of your hair. Yes, it's a very Karen thing. It is. I am proud to say I've never done this to my hair. But if you have hair, and you know, if you have a nice head of hair, yeah. you could just back comb underneath a flap, the top flap of your hair, uh-huh. and then you could have a nice little little crown on top of Are you of doing a hair hack a for the audience, hair. Carrie? I sure. really They really appreciate but that. if you're like me, and yeah. you don't have a ton of hair, no. and- Carrie's bald for people. And, she's, she's a crew <laughs> um, You know- no amount of backcombing my hair would give me a nice little crown. I would have to put a bump it. So, so okay, so what is a bump it? It's it's like a little clip. It's probably I was a clip. I thought it was like a dome or something like that. It's probably like oblongish like this. They probably okay. have some that are padded or and whatever. And it pulls the hair up and then you put hair you, you just over stick it, though, right? It under there. Yes. It's in the back you, of the head. Uh-huh. On the, the crown. On top of your head but towards the back. Towards the back, it's yeah. What we call the crown. Okay. And then, you know, you comb your other hair over it. Mm-hmm. So it just looks like you got a little, you got a nice. Yeah. So the, um, so it looks like the back of your head is taller than the rest yeah, of your head. I don't what know the what fuck? the point is. I don't either. But it was a big thing in, what was it, the 2000s or whatever? I don't yes. know. Not yes. my. I don't think it's that big. Yeah. Two, for vibe. well into the 2000s. I don't remember the odds of the teens, but it, well yeah. into the 2000s. It I was, was never a, a hair teaser. Yeah. Because it just 
makes your hair a big knotty mess. Yeah. Oh, you teased your hair in the eighties. You yeah, had to like forward for a Once few or, times yeah, here and there. Going out and you know, yeah. but I remember you and Kristen <laughs> with your hair just like Lord, are you gonna fit through the door? Your hair is just yeah. so far out and so teased. But probably by the end of the night my hair was flat probably, against my head. Probably because, curious flat hair. Yeah. She's really she makes her sad. My hair just was kidding. was never one to hold a do. <laughs> that's why we did um, perms. That's why I had perms. You had, per- yeah, that's right. And your sister always loved a perm as well. <laughs> Just kidding, Lisa. Um, I, my mom and my sister are allergic. They're to allergic. Perms, they so. can't get perms. Their yep. heads look like watermelons. Yep. This is not a fashion thing. I'm gonna show you a picture. Let's see if you figure it out right there. Actually, wait. I'm gonna put the, the line below. Okay. I'm gonna show. We'll, and we'll show you the, this picture, oh. listeners. Is a picture. It's a guy's shirt. He's a cool dude. I'm sure he's having an IPA as we speak. Um, you know, he has a big scruffy beard. And the shirt says dope. And it says dope all over. Everywhere it says dope, 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 all over the shirt, right? Yeah. yeah the, the, the headline is, his shirt meant to say dope, but now I only see pedo. <laughs> because oh. P-E-D-O is the end of one, the beginning of the other. So this dude's shirt that says dope says pedo, 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 pedo. Oh, that's pedo, funny. Pedo. There was an article in, um, oh, good Lord, it was a website called, ah, shoot, something panda. And it had all Board these- Board panda? What is it called? Board panda? Yes. It was on Board panda. Yeah. And it was, it had uh, like 50, like just these hilarious fashion fails. <laughs> there were, some of them were yeah. very funny. That was one of my favorite. One was the thing that said, Jim, G-Y-M, hair, and said, and I don't care. So the shirt was supposed to be Jim hair. I don't care because you have just you're at the gym. You just anything, but the G the G Y M looks exactly like C U M. Because the so font is that the font you have to show that cursive. So, yeah. Come here, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know the font that it must have been. Oh, it was awesome. Um, that picture that you showed me yes. of the guy in pito, the shirt, the pedo, pedo, pedo. You know what the fashion trend I thought uh-uh. you were going to be talking what? about? What? Was the big old fucking beards that guys? Yeah, the big old beard. Yeah, is hilarious. But yeah, the the beard thing, the whole the, looking like Seth Rogen, but with a much big, big scruffy beard. Big scruffy beards are still around. They seem to be fading out a little I bit now. Know. Though I, you know what I associate it with? What? Stupid baseball players. That was one of the early yeah. on. Was yeah, you and saw still, a lot of baseball players. You still do some, but not as much as it was. Um, James Harden too. It's called the beard. He's famous for having a big scruffy beard. He's yeah. a basketball player. I don't like it. Well, that's good because I don't, I don't like it either. I'm not gonna do it. I, I mean, you get. A, I, I imagine if you're eating, you have some crumbs in yeah. there. You can get mold in there. I think uh, 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 birds could nest in there. <laughs> uh, that's been known to happen. So it's it requires dangerous. a lot of grooming and upkeep. It probably does. And, or you're a slob, yeah. one yeah. or the other. So now we're on dumb ones. And one of the ones I know you disagree with me on this, but hear me out. Is actually, I think it's a great idea. It's called granimals. What were granimals, oh. Carrie? Granimals were children's clothing. Mm-hmm. And they were um, coordinated by animals. Uh-huh. So a mom could go into Sears and they could coordinate their children's outfits by finding a zebra top. We'll go with zebra pants. Well, and the idea was that you bought everything. You bought a zebra top, zebra pants, zebra giraffe. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and your kids, the idea was let oh, your kids? kid pick their <laughs> outfit. Oh, And so they could do sense. it by picking 
the zebra pants yeah. that went with and, and the zebra shirt and they knew that matched. Yeah. And that was an outfit and they'd go to school and they said they'd pick their own clothes. Was is always like kid let your kid do it. Yeah. Empowering kids kind of thing. That was the the appeal. You know what I just did? What? I let my p- kids pick their own outfits. Yeah. And did they look hideous? Of course they sure. did. Sure. A lot of times they did. But you know what? They felt very empowered by it. They did. And they thank me for it now. They also got to do their own hair. And did Emma have <laughs> horrifically hairdos through most of her childhood? Yeah, of course she did. One of them looked a lot like Pete Rose. <laughs> she, she also liked to to experiment with makeup at a very young she age. Did. And she, she just did. told us the story. I, I don't know. She was in elementary school. She said she came downstairs ready for school with bright blue eyeshadow on. <laughs> and I must have just said, go upstairs and wash it off. And she didn't even argue with me. She thought, like, yep. I, yeah, good call, Mom. You're right. this, this is a little extreme even for me. The and fuck was I she thinking? She just went upstairs, wash it off. <laughs> well, yeah. see, here's my idea for granimals, though. Why don't they make granimals for adults? Yeah, they should. Absolutely should. And maybe a little more discreet, you know, don't have like a big zebra <laughs> on your breast and a big zebra on your ass. But, um, you know, do you think, and granimals did make a comeback because I have seen them fairly recently. You know, apparently, I, I read two different sources on this. One said that Walmart in February yeah. 2008 bought the patent and they're only sold at Walmart now. Okay, yeah. But another article said something about. They've more more generally they're they're offered in lots of like sort of discount stores. Huh. That, so yeah, I don't know which is true. I could see that. The the whole matchy matchy thing, I also don't care about. Yeah. Wear what you like. Terry, you can say is very laissez faire fashion. <laughs> fashion forward here. I am for sure. And I'm also not a minimalist when it comes to fashion. So, you know, where everything's uh, beige uh, or gray. Well, yeah. Who is? Like, is that a thing? Here in a gray sweater. Oh, oh well, like mm. high end. You know, very fancy clothing. Mm. It can go. It's can go either way. But you know, like a nice camel-colored cashmere sweater is very classic and fashionable and beautiful. Yes, but now wearing wacky um, patterns against you know mismatched colors, mismatched patterns. Like one of our daughters, Erin. Yes. Is this is something that she would do. And when I was younger, I wouldn't have been caught dead yeah. mixing plaid with a floral. Yeah. But it's funny you say now that. it's like it's cool and cute. One of the articles I read was taught we had some of this, of course, again, this is super subjective subjective. Yes. And it wasn't the board panda, it was a different article. And it had a bunch of like, you know, fashion fails. Mm-hmm. And one of them was exactly that. Yeah. And it showed a little like a I don't know, ten year old girl wearing mismatched patterns and said, like, I'm glad this is over. This was hideous kind yeah. of a thing. Carrie, it's, not, it's not over. Carrie says no. Carrie yeah. says, A, it's not over. B, shut the hell up. Yeah. Fashionista. Here, here's what I say just in general when it comes to fashion. Shut the hell up. Okay, I Let like that. Let people wear it's what they want to wear. If they like it and they feel good in it, who are you? Yeah. I'm going to start wearing epaulets on my shoulders. <laughs> well, I'm going to wear a sword. Those came back. Those had a fashion <sighs> moment I can go to Texas and wear a gun. Like three well, or four yeah. guns. yeah. Platform shoes. Oh, gosh. Those yes. are freaking hideous. They started actually, there's a thing called, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Chopines, C-H-O-P-I-N-E-S, way back, I mean like 15, Middle Ages, 15th, 16th, 17th century. Yeah. They were very popular. They were big, you know, almost clog-like overshoe that was originally intended to, to sort of protect your expensive, you know, shoe for yeah. fashionable women, but they became kind of an arms race again where they just got insanely high. Yeah. William Shakespeare in one of his plays makes a, uh, cutting remark about some woman played by a man, no, no, no doubt, who is wearing, uh, you know, 
these chopines yeah. and ludicrously high. They're like, so their early, early platform shoes were middle ages. They go back that far. But of course, nowadays, there's just a whole array of them. There's like the tennis shoes, the flat, they're yeah. called flat form, apparently. They're like tennis shoes and yeah. they're flats, but they're like, I mean, literally, we're talking eight inch heels, uh, well, not heels, I guess, but eight inch platform. Came back in the 70s, yeah. as you recall. Oh, yeah. Platform kind of a shoes. Disco were, thing. I don't were a recall, big thing but, in the disco days. Yeah. Yes. I thank God I was too young for it. Yeah. But also, I could never pull off platforms. Also, I, I, w- I always felt I was too tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not that you did. tall. It's found out you were not as tall as you thought you but were. But I had a bunch of short friends. Uh, so I really stood out in my little circle so of friends. So you didn't want to wear You wore a flat. In fact, sometimes yes. you'd hunch down to yes, look shorter. Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. I was just kidding. That sounds sad now. It was very sad. Sad childhood, Carrie. Yeah. Damn. Well, no. I'm, I mean, I'm fine. Did but. you ever have a sandal platform? Have you ever seen those? I guess there's, yeah. there's like... Um, there's the flow... There's like a flip-flop platform. I mean, yeah. think about that. Mm-hmm. There's an right, Oxford... Your daughters have had... Platform flip flop. See the Oxford yeah. platform, big, you know, those, those mm-hmm. thick black patent leather shoes, but with giant uh, platform and yeah. a giant platform heel. Those are that's, still they're it's crazy. In style now. They're dangerous. People well, are gonna fall down. Aren't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would fall. I, I would twist I would an ankle. Fall. That's why I don't have any. You don't remember this either because you were too young. But in 1966, a company called Scott Paper Company, still a very large paper company to this day, they um, wanted to just kind of branch out and try something different. So they made a thing called a paper dress. Oh. And introduced it in 1966. And it was this sort of disposable. It's like early fast fashion. It was literally disposable. Wear it a few times. In fact, they made some, eventually they'd make some of their like ball gown or like, fa- you know, that yeah. was meant for one time and cost a tiny, tiny fraction yeah. of what an expensive ball gown might cost. They thought, okay, it'll be, we'll just sell these things. It'll be just some publicity. They were inundated. Hmm. They were instantly popular. They sold over 500,000 in the first several weeks. They couldn't keep up with the orders. It was, uh, people started copying that and making it, uh, in, uh, it was six months. So they sold over 500,000 in six months. Wow. Sales of disposable garments topped $35 million in 1966. This is 1966 wow. money. So they're making money hand over fist. They started becoming, you know, colorful and things like that. And they were also not, they were not quite, now you think paper, wait, you, you can't get caught in the rain. It's going to, it's going to tear away. Now yeah. they're a thing, they're a little bit more, less flimsy than that yeah. people compare them to it's like a cellulose material yeah it's called durweave and it's been compared to you know those things that on, at the dentist that they put or like a bib yeah that is, it feels kind of waxy maybe uh-huh. they're more like that yeah so i can mo- picture what i i think it probably was like and they make things out of it now not clothing but not, wise not, to, not yeah but yeah like I've seen wallets made out yeah. of it. And but the paper bags. dress was... Eat bags and tote bags. Late 60s, like it was a very tr- huh. hip, trendy thing. They're kind of mini skirty too. Um, I asked my mom if she remembers this. And, and they were intentionally like, don't worry, but they, they're not going to last that long. That's okay, because they'll yeah. get torn. Don't In fact, one slogan was, won't last forever. Who cares? Wear it for kicks. Then give it the air. I guess that meant throw it away. <laughs> give it the air. I don't know. They're trying to... What rhymes with cares? I don't think it's something. Uh, prom dresses, wedding dresses, but they've quickly fell out of fashion by the early 70s. They are gone. And some people thought, I, 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 one thing I read said that because people were becoming more environmentally unconscious and these were wasteful and filling yeah. landfills, things like that. And people looked down Disposable upon them. Things and because they were yeah. hip with like the in crowd in the late 60s, the hippie type crowd. So quickly they became, they went from very popular to very unpopular and huh. they, they fell out of use very immediately. I've heard of disposable underwear. I don't know what they're made out of. Maybe something similar. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. 
I've never looked into it too carefully, but that's, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Have you looked into pants with windows? No. Well, why not? I think you should. If you uh, listeners, I'm showing Carrie a picture of yes, pa- basic jeans. No, they're not. It's not the cutest style, but it's hideous. Yeah. Jeans that would basically has a thin waist holder, and then almost like <laughs> it's called a waistband. The pants are <laughs> for the whole side of the leg is like clear plastic from the waistband down. From the waistband all and the way looks, down, it looks clear several plastic. inches thick. Or several inches wide. It's it's yeah. it's dangerously yeah. wide. Yeah. It becomes very close to the pelvis area yeah. there. And if they're and they they don't look like they're super tight. Uh-uh. So <laughs> I don't they know. Can move around. Yeah. Who makes them? I don't know. Some of these I just I I copied the pictures because yeah. I just wanted to talk about them very briefly. That, it's not like that was ever a fad. Or yeah, I, I I saw some pictures of people out and about in public well, wearing these things. Yeah. So you could probably find a picture of anything. But I was trying to stay away from this that stuff. They were just these were sold to the public. These weren't just a runway yeah. model thing at all. Uh, another thing that's actually become very popular very recently in China, or uh, not super recently, is called the uh, face kini. And that's a like a full on ski mask, essentially. But it's made out of a very breathable material. And the reason you're wearing it is they're they're popular in, in Qingdao in China. I don't know. I hope I pronounced that right. Um for UV. Rays. Oh. They'll wear these things to the beach to protect your face. So zinc's not enough, sunblock's not enough. You wear a face kini, and it, it's almost like a sun shirt for your face. What about the rest of your head, body? The same company. So in 2012, these were introduced. And they became very popular in China. In 2019, that same company created what a, a full body suit. Wow. What's the point of going out in the sun if you have to wear a? I mean, face. Well, these the only thing that's showing is the tip of your nose yeah. and your eye slits and a mouth slit. That's it. I mean, they probably want to go in the ocean. Yeah. And, you Still, know, they're not sunbathers, obviously. What do you think of fanny packs? Um, I'm pro fanny pack. Okay, Carrie's pro fanny pack. I want them to be killed. I think they're just I I I no, I fully acknowledge none of my business. If you (laughs) want to wear a fanny pack, knock yourself out. I've got a couple. They're hideous. I had one in the eighties. I'm embarrassed that I ever owned it. I felt stupid. I didn't wear. They're so convenient. I just—they are. They're, they're no. They make total sense. I I'm not gonna a, lie. I have a really cute sparkly one that I wish I could find. I don't know what I did with it. I just wanted to insert that. I actually, my next one actually was um, crotchless jeans. I'm now showing Carrie a picture <laughs> of crotchless <laughs> jeans. That see that black garment she's wearing? That's her underwear. Yeah. So crotchless jeans are literally exactly. They're not just crotches. They're essentially the middle part around your pelvis and upper legs is missing. So it's more, it's not just a little thin belt at the waist. It's a little thicker. Yeah. It goes down to maybe almost the top of your hips of jean material. And then just little lacy things bind it to the rest of the jeans that start maybe mid thigh and go the rest of the way down. So the whole upper middle part of it is missing. And these were called crotchless jeans. We've all seen the kids with the, the middle part of the leg missing on their jeans it's yeah. just like the, this is much it's, it's more. more extreme yeah. of ripped yeah. jeans and it's all the way around but, too. but all the way around more extreme because it yeah. is higher i guess this came out in 2018 yeah that's silly yeah there's that in fact one of the companies that made them actually called them chaps which yeah. they're not they, they look very chap like but also not comfortable no i mean you'd never be able to wear them to school so what's no no i know <laughs> well wear them out because clubbing it, exactly it's sexy how I about <laughs> bare butt jeans and thong jeans so here's the bare butt jeans it, i'm not kidding and you can see crack 
you would oh, z- yeah. unzip the butt, the crack of your jeans would unzip and or, 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 and pull apart. Yeah. So your ass, the crack of your ass is hanging out the back of your jeans. Yeah. That's a thing. And then the thong jean is the one below that. And this is, there's barely any material I at s- all. I saw the picture. That's yeah. just, the thong jean was just a little bit of, of waist that went all the way around. And then and, and pockets that are completely exposed because yeah. there's no material whatsoever and just kind of a thin strip along the sides and then a thong up your ass crack yeah. in those, the back. Yeah, those are more extreme, but but you know, extreme cutoff jeans were a thing with the white yeah. pockets hanging yeah. way down. Yeah, because that's they true. were and you know, your butt cheeks hanging out the back. I but, don't know if these but that's were taking um, it several steps further. And I I honestly don't this one I don't know if it was sold to the general public or if it's just a fashion thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like to think I've never seen them in stores. I feel like they should come back. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about getting some myself. I think I can pull it off. Do you remember double jeans? Uh, No. It's literally, it's not like you have a pair of jeans and then starting about hip level, it's another pair of jeans over your jeans. So it's two jeans. It's, it's, it's literally jeans over jeans, but they, the jeans, the second pair. Like the waistband starts down there? Yes. Yes, Exactly. It's oh. like a, a regular waist pair of jeans and then a, almost like a super, super, super ultra low rise pair like of you're jeans. sagging over a pair of jeans. Yeah, kind of. Instead of a pair of gym shorts. Which but, is but, they're, but they're a single garment. Yeah, that's, that's not. It, I, it's fucking weird. It's not cute, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very strange. I said there was another jeans. Oh, oh, a similar thing is a double polo shirt where it's just like a polo oh. shirt. Literally one garment, a polo shirt over a polo shirt. Yeah. You have two collars. You have two, I think even the ends of the sleeves yeah. show two kind of things. A, back in the 80s, the preppies had to wear two polo shirts. Remember when that was a thing? I don't remember that. So you could pop the collar and you I remember could the have pop collar. Oh. Yeah, they wore two oh. of them. So, I don't remember. Yeah. That must have, I don't it's, remember. It's like a Dickie. It's like wearing a, but Dickies is on, Dickies, I'll, I'll go to Dickies now. Dickies uh, is my Dickies next one. What the fuck are Dickies? So Dick, tell people what Dickies are. A Dickie is like, if say you want to wear a sweater, like a pullover sweater yeah. and have a, like a you shirt. often wear a, a shirt with a collar underneath, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but say it's a little bit warm. So you don't want to wear two shirts. Yeah. A Dickie is just the collar. And maybe a little bit down pokes, to top of your chest. Yeah. To keep it on, so to so keep it on and show, so that even if it's a V-neck, it shows yeah. shirt, but it's showing your dicky. Right. The rest of your shirt is, but there. there's no body and there's no sleeves. Freaking weird, very oh. weird. I don't get it. So just wear get a the, shirt. You get bro, the look. Bro, well, just nowadays they sell the collar sewn into the sweater, so mm, you don't also terrible. even have to wear a dicky. I don't like them. I'm baffled. They still sell dickies. Here's one of the biggest things about looking up things on um, browsers. Looking at things, everything you get the return, especially on Google, is to buy them. So I'm oh, trying yeah. like Dickies, and I'll, I got tons and tons and tons of buying Dickies. Yeah. I don't want to buy them. I want to make fun of them. <laughs> I want to learn about them and their origin and things like that. Now yeah. it's really hard to find these. Well, you have to wait through a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any problem with Dickies. I think they're a fine idea. Don't like them. Do you not very... like them? Do you like hobble skirts? What? Hobble skirts, I don't know skirts that, that had literally they 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 essentially oh, tied and they the clenched at the bottom below the knees. Oh yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah. They were act, they were kind of an a replacement for petticoats for some reason, and so they were kind yeah. of in the nineteen tens and nineteen twenties. They were thought of as like freeing for women. They're almost like a, a like a, a reaction to petticoats. So you didn't have to wear the petticoats, but 
you, you better not have your dress come up. So you hobbled your dress below the knees and tied them together very tightly. So you had to walk like a penguin. Yeah. They And it got it, so bad that they had to make public transit, had to make their steps lower because yeah. women couldn't get their, yeah. couldn't lift their knee high enough to get in there. It's like a, a mermaid dress. Oh, is that, I've never a mermaid heard of that. skirt. Okay. These days, I'll take your word which for it. It's kind of popular, like with um, wedding dresses and stuff. Is it that it, it tight? Goes, I mean, they walk like oh, literally your legs are way, yeah, you know, it, you're it, hobbling, you're just little, mm, little baby steps. Yeah. Wow. And, but it's lower, like the, because it would be on a long gown. And so oh. the, it would gather more towards your ankles. Seems pretty dumb. Yeah. It's not. Again, Carrie's idea is go ahead and wear what you want. Not my but favorite silhouette. I'm still I mean, kind of dumb. I never would have worn a mermaid. Is it okay if people wear sunshades? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is it okay if people wear shutter shades? Oh, I don't know. Wrestler, I'll show you in a second. They were introduced by a wrestler named Macho Man, Randy the Macho Man, uh, professional wrestler. They are basically sunglasses that aren't really sunglasses. Oh. There's slats, effectively, yeah. horizontally, in lieu of uh, a lens, yeah. I guess. That's it. So the plastic slats. So here's I remember my, those. So here's, here's a, some, I don't know, maybe 16, 17-year-old girl with her, her boyfriend taking a selfie. <laughs> She's got the um, the uh, shutter shades on, and he is the gooberest motherfucker in the history of humanity. He thinks he's he's sticking his tongue out, closing one eye, thinking he's just nailing it in this selfie. Uh, I don't know his name, but I do want to put this picture up on our website. <laughs> and I'm sure he's embarrassed, and should be. No, he shouldn't be. Oh, he really should. You saw the look in his face. How about if you wore <laughs> this? Should you be embarrassed? I don't know. What that that is, is a completely transparent oh. sun visor. Yeah. Sun visor with a visor part is completely transparent. Yeah. Usually they're colored plastic. Uh, this one's not. How funny. It, by definition, <laughs> defeats the entire purpose of it. In fact, it's made... With that clear plastic that can act as a magnifying yeah. glass and make your face even hotter. You can burn your face with yeah. this stupid thing. Or do you agree people should be going outdoors with Uggs on their feet? Because I don't. Well, of course they, they should be run should. over by buses. They are the only problem they're as I bad have as with Crocs. Uggs is how expensive they are. But I'll, I will say this: if it's winter and it's snowing, wear your Uggs. If it's not, keep them inside. That's my that's my final. Final determination. Well, if it's winter uh, and it's snowing, you might ruin your Uggs because aren't they like made out of suede or something? I hate Uggs. They're they're just <laughs> they're just so dumb. They they do. They look like they're super hot. People, you see people in summer wearing Uggs yeah. when it's a hundred degrees out. Baffling. How about remember moon boots? Yeah. So you had a pair. You had a pair. You had a pair. I did have a pair, but those were ski boots. Those were opera ski. So they weren't. I didn't wear. Isn't I didn't. That what moon boots are? They they were originally, but they became. That the original design was for, like you said, it was it was inspired by literally the moon boots worn on the moon by this French. I think he was a French designer, I believe. But they came back later on to be worn just out and about, yeah, just normally. And there, and so moon boots are big. You know, think of the of the space, you know, astronauts kind of boots. And they were big. They were somewhat big in the eighties in the uh, video for Last Christmas by Wham. Some of the people in the ski thing yeah. are wearing moon boots. But again, for ski, that's kind of... I'll yeah. have to find them, and I forget what they're called, but they're very hot right now, and yeah. they're very expensive. They're these big... They look almost like cartoony shoes. Big, almost moon booty. Yeah. In very bright colors. And like I said, they're cool, and they're very expensive, and they're hard to get. I can't remember who makes them. I wish <laughs> I could remember so I could show you a picture, but... Do you agree that people should be allowed to wear socks with sandals? 
now. Yes, I do. If you don't have <laughs> at least second degree, if not third degree burns on your feet, you should not wear socks with sandals. I mean, do I think it's the prettiest look? They're hideous. No. Do I wear socks with sandals? No. Socks with slides, because the way slides are made... Still looks pretty lame, but but it's okay. Socks no, and sandals—you have to poke your sock right through the the thong of the sandal. Well, I'm thinking, okay, socks with sandals with, with a like a like a flip flop type of sandal. Oh, so like thongs. The, yeah. Well, I've seen you see that not infrequently. Not unless you it have just socks looks ridiculous. With toes in them from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> if you have toed socks, fine, knock yourself out. But otherwise, socks with sandals looks pretty. Also, lame. that seems like a cultural thing to me because isn't I, that feels very Asian? What is? Socks with sandals? I don't know. Thongs is it? with socks on. Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't noticed. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see color. <clears throat> um, high heels. I'm, my last couple here are going to be things that are actually <laughs> literally dangerous to people. High heels are dangerous. High heels do hurt your health. That's been shown. There's an article. I have a bunion thanks to high yes, heels. Yes, they are known to cause increased risk of bunions, mm-hmm. musco, musculoskeletal pain, uh-huh. and other types of foot injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, including as, as serious as ankle fractures. People have broken their ankles yeah. because of their high heels all the time. There's, it's considered moderate risk. And if you wear them right and they're not too high, you're probably fine. But it's it's yeah. still it still kind of can screw up your feet. and can I be, Yeah, I don't know if this is true. Sorry to interrupt you. But um, it seems like women, especially back in the day when mm-hmm. they, you know, women were wearing high heels almost 24-7, then when the, you're you can't not wear heels. Oh, uh, really? Because it it does it permanently changes like your muscles, Ooh. like in the back of your calves. Well, that that's the idea, wasn't yeah. it? To make your calves look better, to to raise in calves and yeah. tighten your calf muscles, so to look better. Yeah. That's the idea. Well, for... and that's one of the things in the Barbie movie. Oh, really? Like because you know, her her feet are made for uh, high yeah. heels. Yeah, that's so right. She can't wear flat shoes. Yeah. So when Barbie <laughs> Carrie's gonna do gets out of bed. And don't spoil it. She can't walk because, <laughs> because, because she doesn't have high heels. <laughs> They're dangerous, but you know what's more dangerous? Radium and lead makeup. Both well, of those yes. items were used extensively for makeup, basically to, to complexion. For for lead, it was I think for your complexion, and but it was very common. And I mean, we still are putting lead. We've no the Romans figured out that lead pipes were dangerous and were killing people. Yeah. The Romans. And we've used lead pipes up until almost the modern. Now. now. I mean, yeah. So that's happening in Flint was yeah. those lead pipes. That's insane mm-hmm. that we've forgotten that about that. The radium thing. Oh, we didn't we, forget. Well, you know, well, you're right. Because Beverly Hills hasn't had lead pipes in a long time. The the radium, though, was that was just, you didn't know. I mean, yeah. Marie Curie is walking off radium in her pocket. Mm-hmm. literally and so p- people started using radium to make their face almost like glow like oh. it, it gave a sheen and a glow so it became a proper thing i think in the in the teens and 20s if i read it right wow. it, it was radium based makeup it, it, it did have negative consequences just like the radium girls episode i don't remember yeah um but it was so it didn't last super long but for quite a while women were wearing radium based makeup earlier than that have you heard the color called shields green? No. 
It was a dye. Oh, yes, I have. It's, it, here's a picture of it. It's a beautiful tint of green. Yeah. It's but quite now lovely. you're not talking about makeup anymore. No, it's not yeah. makeup anymore. Why, were you going to say something about makeup? No, okay. when I said no, because I thought it was in the makeup context. Now. Oh, no, Shields Green yeah. was for clothes. It was a dye for clothes. Unfortunately, it's one of its primary ingredients was arsenic. Yeah. And it could leach into your skin, and it could it's cause... It's also in wallpaper and stuff. Oh, was yeah. it really? Mm-hmm. And, the Shield, and the Shields Green, people were wearing it directly against the skin for over 100 years, and we, no one has any idea how many people it killed, but for sure yeah. it caused serious health problems because it was a beautiful shade of green. Yeah. And it is a beautiful shade of green. Mm-hmm. But the all-time, our last one, the all-time biggest killer of them all is crinolines. Have you heard of crinolines? 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 Sorry. Slips? I mean, uh, slips and, yeah, and, and petticoats, essentially. They're uh-huh. kind of like petticoats. And they were designed to hold a skirt, like a, like a petticoat, and hold it and, and, and shape it, right, to, to maintain its just shape. Make, just make your skirt a little puffy. Puffy, okay. Mm-hmm. They were big in the 19th century. By the 1850s, uh, they were the norm. They were yeah, used yeah. also with hoop skirts. They were used we, into the 20th century. They, and they were stiffened again with whalebone or something called gutta percha, which I think is like a rubber, I think. Mm. And and natural rubber was used to also to make them as well and to give them shape. They were they got so big, they they got as big as as five and a half to six. You think I'm going to say feet, don't you? I'm not. I'm going to say yards. Five and a wow. half to six. Yards. That's five to five and a half meters. Yeah. Uh, that, and, I mean, just massive. Yeah. Huge. And so they were typically just, they caused problems of moving around, especially in any kind of a crowded situation. But the other thing about them is that they were unbelievably flammable. Oh. Lots of people were dying because of wearing crinoline by like standing next to the oven or something like that. It on happened, it happened or, here on yeah. the fireplace. So it happened here and there. The London Times covered a story of a 14 year old kitchen maid named Margaret Davery, Davy in 1863. Quote, her dress distended by a crinoline ignited as she stood on the fender of the fireplace to reach some spoons on the mantelpiece, and she died as a result of extensive burns. Wow. And that happened fairly often. In 1863, in Santiago, Chile, at the Church of the Company of Jesus, they were having a big ball for all the glitterati of Santiago in 1863, and a fire started on some woman's crinoline, and then burst, and it was such a, it was a crowded dance, like a ball. Yeah. And a, one of the exits got kind of semi-blocked because women are blocked completely because women when, in these giant things essentially has blocked it, and they couldn't get through. And, the, and I, I think it had only one other uh, other exit, but people weren't aware of it or something like that. Yeah. 3,000 people. 3,000 people. One of the most lethal fires in the history of human race wow. died in part because of the flammability and the ungainliness of wearing these oh. crinoline uh, What were they made out of? Why were they so flammable? I, I, I forgot. You know, I, I, tried, I, I didn't forget. I couldn't find that, but they were, consi- they were made of very, very highly flammable material. Huh. I know. I, I, I think it was the, the, the chemicals they used to treat them to stiffen them, I believe. Oh, okay. That, it was, it was probably, I, I, don't, I didn't read this, but I'm guessing it was yeah. some kind of petroleum-based or something, but they were very must, flammable. Must so, so that woman I told about, that girl, that Margaret Davy who died, she was just, her crinoline was just near the oven and it went up in flames and they were so flammable that the, the crinoline part would just burst into flames and burn immediately. And yeah. it, so it could spread really easily. Wow. In this instance in Chile, it was, it was a combo because yeah. they were so ungainly and so flammable that it killed. It, one historian est- estimated that crinoline killed as many as 40,000 women due to fires and, and um, from about 1850, but the late 19th century fading out oh. of style. 40,000. 
thousand. Well, I have that, no idea if that's valid or not, but forty thousand women faded out of style. Like I said, crinolines as yeah. a term was still used. It's in, still around now to the twentieth century. Yeah, when you know, I associate it with like the fifties and and early sixties where women had really full skirts. Like, uh, okay, think of like a poodle skirt, like okay, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and they weren't s- stiff or anything. It was just like a very full slip. Yeah, and they often had like lacy ruffles or something oh. sewn on the the surface of it to to give it more volume these were gigantic yeah. wide and, and yeah. stiffer and i like i say i think yeah. they used they used agents to stiffen them that yeah. were flammable well they learned their lesson yes they did they did they're also again i'll end with it with a, a, a better story than the one in chile where um they were known to get women into sometimes some compromising positions and situations because they were just really hard to, to walk. And, and so some Duchess of Manchester, her name is Louisa in 1859. You know what a style is? A style is like a gate. And so she was going to go over the style. God knows why she didn't have someone open up. I guess they couldn't. So she, she's out in the countryside with a group, a large party. Yeah. And she's going to hop over the style. The Colonel got caught and she fell down uh, and everyone saw her, Everything uh, under the crinoline? Everything under her <laughs> scarlet drawers were there for the entire company to see. She's a duchess yeah. because of her crinoline caused her to yeah. show off her nethers. Yeah. So that's a little more, uh, I thought I'd end that instead of the fire story of 3,000 people dying yeah. in Chile. Good thing she wasn't going commando under there. That that's been true. Even more that would have been quite scandalous indeed. <laughs> So that is our review of crazy clothes and fashion. I know I've left out dozens. Well, I've yes. probably included too many. But um, if you have some others, favorites, tell us. Give us an email or on social media and tell us what your favorite insane, nutty fashion uh, trend or fad or style was. There's many, many more. <laughs> I, I, believe it or not, I left many out well, from this obviously. massive hour and a half deep dive into insane fashion well thanks dean weird let's call it weird fashion otherwise it shouldn't be on our our podcast yes okay okay thanks for listening absolutely sure oh you don't mean me okay (laughs) no i don't okay see ya bye